Okay, now it's working. All right, so we're back. Yay! We are back. Who's going to start? You're in a singing mood today. I know. I know. It's my beautiful Kermit the Frog. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to tell that story someday. No, we don't. About why you get to sing Kermit the Frog. Sorry for saying Sorry Media presents the Purr Podcast. The best podcast for feline medicine and surgery with tips, tricks, and updates for the entire veterinary healthcare team. If you're dying to know more about cats, keep on listening. Here are your hosts, Dr. Susan Little, famous cat vet and textbook author, and Dr. Yola Kirpenstein, talented surgeon and social media geek. Hi, this is Dr. Susan Little. And Dr. Yola Kirpenstein. And we're here together in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, yes. In the city of sin. Yeah, but that's not why we're here. No. Well, that's not why I'm here. Okay. I don't want to speak for everybody else, you the know. tone has been set again. <laughs> that is not very nice, Dr. Mm -hmm. Susan. So why are we here? We are here because of CES 2020. What does CES stand for, Yola? <laughs> Yo Yola's <laughs> laughing because um, I pulled this on him yesterday and he, and he couldn't remember what CES stands for. The Consumer Electronics Show. Oh, very I good. I knew it. I knew it. You've I knew been it. studying of? No, I know. Yeah. So, so, and we are surrounded by all sorts of flyers and things that yeah. we've seen. So we've been here three days. Yeah. Now, just, just a word of caution first, yeah. Yola. Yeah. Remember, we're trying out a new microphone and mm. it picks up. Every sound. You're going to hear us swallow coffee and everything. Yes. No, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so one of the things that we picked up at CES was a, a microphone. microphone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look what you do. Oh. Okay. Don't okay. do that. So we um, shouldn't talk that loud. And uh, and we're very excited because there was this uh, Eureka Park where all the newest newest tech uh, that is either developed or not developed yet yeah. uh, is shown. And there was this Korean pavilion, and yep. there were these guys that sold this microphone yep. for half price. Yep, they sold it to us for half price. So it was um, it was cheap. It was cheap. And we figured, let's give it a Why try. Why not? Why yeah. not? And uh, it also had to do a little bit with the fact that someone of us forgot the microphone. To and take it's it. not me. <laughs> okay. Let's not point fingers. It but wasn't someone me. forgot to take the microphone. Yes. And so we were microphoneless. And so we were kind of scrambling about what do we should we do? What should we do? And maybe we should use the lapel microphone and our... Blah, blah, blah. So anyway. we're all uh, stressed out about it. And then, you know, just by Zen walking around, <laughs> uh, we found this Korean company that has this microphone. And it's awesome. And it has a little stand and it has a little iPhone capture thing. It yep. is really quite amazing. Yeah. So um, hopefully um, when everybody listens to this podcast, mm -hmm. the sound will be good because... Yes. And we should... And I can't remember what the make and type of this microphone is, but we should... Uh, uh, talk about it. I mean, right well, down. there is a, a word on the side. It says uh, Al Photo A L F O T O. That's what it says on it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, and uh, so that's all good. Um, so I'm very excited. Mm. So we have been walking around for three days at CES. I looked at all the new tech things, uh, uh, mainly uh, looking for pet tech. Yeah. So, yeah. And we logged a lot of steps. We did. Yeah. How many steps, Yola? Uh, Ten. So about about ten thousand, at least ten thousand a day. Ten thousand a day. Yeah, I know or some more. of you. I can hear some of you out there already going, That's only ten thousand. I know. But you know, in in our life where we spend so much time um, on the road, 
10,000 exactly. is, 10, 10, is good. good. Yep. And uh, so, like I said, we're surrounded by all sorts of stuff here. And the main purpose of this podcast is uh, to uh, give away the Per Podcast Tech Awards A tech award, yeah. So yep. uh, there's no... They're much coveted. You know, they're rare. It is very, The Per very Podcast rare. Tech Award is rare. It is rare. Uh, People fight to get this yes, award. there is no money associated with it, but it's, <laughs> it's the prestige. The honor. Yeah. The honor of getting this award. It's, so, it's up there with Oscars, really. Yes. Maybe maybe Emmys even or Grammys. Yes, it's up there. Yes, we yeah. should we should design a show around it. First, we should design an actual award. No, the award is there, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and we will uh, as a, at the end of this podcast, uh, we will tell you which one will win the award. The other thing that we learned was that if you want to go to Eureka Park once again, where uh, the hottest stuff is shown, yeah. don't do that on a Friday. No, <laughs> no, go earlier in the week. <laughs> Yes, we learned some things. And here's another pro tip. Yeah. Um, plan time to get into the Google Home exhibit if you yes. want to do that. Yes. Yes, because uh, it's kind of hard to walk up and just yeah. get into it. Yes. Yeah. So. Anyway. Um, okay, you ready to do a roll? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I, I, I picked out a couple of things and we're going to talk about it. Uh, we're probably going to spend quite a lot of time on cat litter. So it was a real theme, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. um, uh, of all the pet tech stuff we mm -hmm. saw that's a hot item a hot item was cat litter boxes and the interesting thing is every year that i've been this is the third time i'm going every year there is another hot item so mm. two years ago when i was here it was like wearables maybe. wearables mm -hmm. like gps trackers trackers everywhere yeah and and interesting to see that very few of those companies survive because we well, they're like at least they're not here. Yeah, we had two or three. Yep, trackers. only a few track pet trackers and this year. And we'll talk about those two, uh, and the new part, the new things there. Um, but cat litter was definitely hot. Yeah, cat litter boxes were hot, and so you can see that. Um, so it's not just about having a cat litter box, right? So the first sort of high tech cat litter boxes were the ones that oh, self cleaned. We'll talk about it. I mean. When we go to the cat litter. Oh, I'm not allowed to talk about cat litter yet. No, not yet, not oh. yet. So, we'll, as a matter of fact, we'll start I'm with so a, sorry. A, a different thing. So we this can't, is we can't uh, start with cat litter. This is a company that designed a smart sliding glass door opener uh, for dogs and cats. Yeah, but you said the D word. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the exception is there because it, we're talking about pets. Okay. Um, I think once again on this show, except for the cat litter thing, yeah, the main focus was the dog. Not for me. No, but when the tech things. You oh, find you mean out. in general? Yes. So the per podcast award probably will not probably go to a pure dog techie thing. I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. It could be a dog and cat thing. Yes. So, okay. So uh, and so I give myself the exception uh, to I talk about these. Uh, yes. During this podcast. Okay. Okay. So this is a smart sliding glass door opener. Uh, how does it work? Do you remember? It was, this is the one that is uh, motion triggered, right? Yes. Yeah. It was motion triggered. And um, so I gathered the ideas, you know, the cat that wants in and out. And, and one of our dogs does that too. Mm -hmm. You know, he wants out and then right away he wants back in. Yeah. It's so very the, irritating. I, yeah, it is a little. Mm -hmm. So I guess the idea is they can let themselves in and out. Yes. So if you've got like a sliding patio door, yeah, you can it. install this. Yes. Right. And then, right. so the first question that came up, in my mind at least, was if the dog can trigger the door with the motion detector to get back in the house, 
couldn't anything trigger the door? <laughs> yeah, like a burglar. That's what a I was burglar. Like, a burglar dressed up as a dog or a cat. Yeah, or where, know, or where I live, I, I'd have a whole parade of raccoons coming in the yes, back door. Yes, that would be very good. I, well, Hi, I Mr. Raccoon. Yeah. So they may have a few um, yeah, kinks. But no, 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 because they explained it to oh, us. Oh, did they? Because it's the chip activates it. So you can do oh, it I... by a dog collar. And I think also oh. they were talking, oh, it says coming soon. So, yeah. so right now it doesn't yeah, work right, yet. Yeah, right now. <laughs> but I mean, that would be interesting though. So the dog collar or the chip will tell the door. And that, this is kind of a trend that we see at, at yeah. CS Tech. The chips, uh, kind of universal chips will open things and close things. So yeah. this door might be opened yeah. by... Uh, yeah. And but then, I can so I can still see a flaw if there's like a tag on the dog's collar. So dog goes outside and he's in the yard. Mm -hmm. Burglar comes along and goes, "Oh, that's dog a has, nice tag." Yeah, that's a nice tag. Yeah, but right? I mean, okay. So what do you think about the? Bur I mean, you think the dog would just look at the burglar like, "Hi." My, my dog would. Yeah, move. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about move completely. And he'd give him his tag if if the burglar just gave him like a hot dog, All and right. Moo would hand over his tag. So, so there are some kinks. You know, just to let you know, it is highly configurable. Uh, now, I'm not going to say the name. Yeah. Um, and uh, then there's integration with smart cameras. Yeah. Uh, you can transfer it from one door to the other door. So Which I thought is cool. It was a pretty cool You know, a, a lot of the stuff that we saw were really cool ideas. Smart, safe, safe and, and secure. secure but we're not necessarily 100% ready for consumers. Right. But that's the point. That's of, the point. That's of the point of, okay. you know, of this, if this show in the Eureka Park. Yeah. And while we're talking about this, and I know you kind of missed it, but um, this is the company. We'll talk about other th stuff on the company too. But we, here we have a company mm. that has a pet door mm -hmm. that opens up. So now we're not talking about the sliding door, but just a little pet thing where the burglar cannot go it's, through. So it's probably. a cat flap, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So we don't call it a cat flap, but it's a microchip cat door. Yeah, but they're they're cat flaps essentially. That's what people know them as. Okay, so it's a microchip cat flap. Yeah. 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 And, and they've um, been around for a while. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's interesting. Yeah, no, With the absolutely. Microchip that yes. You, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They've been around for a while. So I I really like that. Yeah. And so uh, it's app controlled. It's compatible with all common microchips, which I think is great. Uh, color tags. Uh, it scans on entry and exit, so you know how many times... Uh, they go in and uh, out, I guess. You can have a curfew timer on it, which I thought was very interesting. So a what? Curfew timer. So they oh, can go yes, out you can... in the middle of the night. Uh, you can lock it, obviously, and it uh, requires batteries. But uh, I think it's really interesting, interesting. to have a, uh, a time control. And then you have an app. You know, everything has apps with it. Everything has an app. So Yeah. And uh, so, uh, you know, that's that's one. those are two things that are controlled um, in and out. Mm. So that was topic number one. Yeah, so I, I think um, we'll probably con continue to see more kind of uh, refinement and more bells and whistles on these things that let dogs and cats, you know, in and, in and out of your house kind of at their own volition, like, you know, more, more cameras with them, um, more ideas of how often they go in and out, which the, the first like cat flaps never had, right? The, yeah, so those are kind of neat. Next topic, ready? Sure. So this is probably not going to win. You're, you're a little cool on the last two techies things. So I'm not sure that that's going to win. But um, oh, 
We have the Mars cat here. And we the saw the Mars, Mars cat, cat, yeah. is a bionic cat, so it's a home robot. It's a little robot that cat. That looks like a cat. And yep. we'll put a picture of the... I don't know. Are we allowed to put a picture on the website? Oh, well, we can probably... They probably have a website we'll, that we can we'll link, link to. We'll link it. We'll yeah, link we'll find their website and link to it. It's bionic and independent. Independent, it That's says. nice because that's what cats are. Uh, it walks, runs, sleeps, sits, stretches, bites, nails... Bites its nails? Needs and even buries litter, although it won't produce any, any waste. waste. <laughs> <laughs> That's a plus. A bionic cat that yeah, does not no produce waste. waste. That's a plus. I mean, it would be very interesting if you have a bionic, bionic cat that waste. does uh, produce waste. But that's... Uh, Seems to come in several and colors. And it might surprise you. It's ser several colors. It's open source and programmable. So, so it's, can, it's kind of meant oh to be God, a companion, can, isn't it? You can make it climb the... Curtains. I don't think so. It's programmable. Look, there is a blue. Bluey. That's. Have you ever seen a blue cat? No. Oh, blue Russian. Well, yeah, you can see blue cats. Sure. Uh, Pinky. It's kind of flesh color. <laughs> flesh you color. You have something with flesh yes, color. Yes, as right? I call it, cadaver color. Yeah. Cadaver color. Sorry, yeah. Black, Black and, and white. white. Yeah. And then it has really big eyes, so it looks very cutie patootie. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a good companion. It says it's interactive, and it can, can play, play with you or and your, your toys. toys. Okay, that's it says really it, I know. Because it, it can, can feel, hear, hear, and see. Touch his head, chin, or back, and find out what it will react. Uh, probably will purr. I don't know. Purr does it say us. that it purrs? Uh, it has image Oh, it has meow sounds. Meow sounds, different touch sensitive. Interesting. It develops a personality, so it's AI, which is interesting, mm. and then open source. And then, obviously, you can see the... Uh, mm. uh, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, we'll see if we can link to that. It's, yeah. the, it's another... A lot of these are just interesting concepts, right? And it's kind of hard to see... Maybe right now where they go, but we saw robotics were big in general, weren't they? Robotics were big. Yeah, and, and, and robotics I, I, were big in general. And I have to say that this this cat robot reminded me of the little robot that we saw at the last day. The that robot was the dog was it? Ibo was that its no, name? No, no, it was not a robot dog. It was a little. It was looked like an egg that was walking around. The, that we saw at it this show. It was very soft, and you had the Japanese. Uh, uh, it was not a Japanese. This is gender bias. We need to talk about gender bias too. There was this Asian girl stroking this robot um, and falling in love with this robot. I have a video. I'll put the video on. You mean at the, at this event? Yeah. Oh, the little things that that looked like. Um, if if anybody's ever seen Teletubbies, yes, it looked like a Teletubby it to does. me with really big yeah, eyes. Yeah, so that's they're very true. Cute. That was and another they, they responsive. They were very soft and they yes, they right. respond. Right. That is so funny. So well, I'll yeah. put a video on it that remind me of that. Um, yeah. The other robot that we found was focused on the cat. And, oh. um, and yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about so, this one. So um, <laughs> this is, uh, oh, this is the feeding one. Yeah, feeding yeah. the little tail thing. Well, they had two, they had two devices. Uh -huh. So um, it looks like a dog bone. Yeah. So this falls into the category of like interactive pet feeders. And so that's also been um, a big thing. A big thing. Mm -hmm. And there's all kinds of them already in pet stores, you know, yep. where the, the cat has to maybe bat a ball around to make pieces of food fall out um, or some very difficult puzzles where the cat has to reach in and, you know, move food through a maze or mm -hmm. something like that. So um, for a lot of cats, they're a really great idea. So I guess this is just taking it to the next um, level. Level? So, yeah. So it's called a smart robot for your pet. Yes. And the idea is to um, give your pet some activity and uh, like a reward at the same time. Because I guess if it follows around and tries to play with this little um, robot, 
which apparently you can you can schedule play times. Oh, that's good. Yep. Then you know your your pet cat or dog, I guess, gets rewarded um, with a with a treat. So um, it's kind of an odd. I guess it. What did you say? It looks like the shape of a. What would you say? Yeah, it's like a dog bone. I guess a dog bone no, what, shape. What are those things called that you use to lift? Or a, or a dumbbell. Dumbbell. That's okay. What it is. It's kind of dumbbell shaped, uh-huh. um, and it kind of and it and it rolls in. It has. Uh, uh, patterns of movement. Yes. So you can use an app, of course. Everything gets yes. controlled by an app, right? Yes. But yeah. it also, what I liked about this one was specifically for cats, it had this little yeah, so little they, thingy. They I, had a version with kind of a, a like a tail with yes, a floppy, with the fluffy feathery thing, thing at yes. the end of it. I guess the idea is your cat would want a bad at it or Yes, or which play is with interesting it. because I think the cat will be scared shitless for, of this thing. Are you Anything? allowed to say that on our podcast? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, a poo. You're not like poolas. Poolas. Um, I mean, it, it. A young cat wouldn't be scared. Really? Some a young cat, no, because oh. they're oh. yeah, yeah. So this anyway, brings, this brings, so this is really cool. So it's a feeding robot that mm. plays with your pet, um, and the one thing that we did so, see, which was on the human side, was this little robot that falls, follows you. It's called oh, Bali. Bali. We saw um, Bali. And, uh, and it looks amazing. like a softball. It does. A tennis ball. Uh, it just follows you and it does all sorts of... Uh, you it can follows you around and I guess you can tell it to do things. things yeah. Yeah. It, I, yeah. I loved it. It was amazing. So. You, you, you're gonna, you, you see a Bali in your future, Oh, yeah, do you? absolutely. I'm going to okay. buy a Bali for oh, sure. Okay, so it's really cool. So check out Bali. Uh, CES and you'll find that detail. Okay. So what I, we're switching over a little bit because this was kind of in the toy area too. This was a bone. It looked like a bone, real mm-hmm. bone. It was great. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was also a new techie thing that was coming up and the dog could chew on it. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was, uh, because the dog chews on it, the saliva is attached to Gets the little the scanner. Scanner on the bone, I guess. And then they could measure. They would do... Um, uh, and uh, they would measure the pH, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Of the, pH. of the salivary pH. Yeah. And although the the people who were there didn't seem to know a lot of, no. about it, but no. uh, apparently they're hoping there's a correlation between the pH of the dog's saliva yes. and what kind of dental disease it yes, has. Yes, no, Is it, was, that it, it was disease uh, temperature. So they had they said they had data that if the dog had a acidic pH, that there were problems with the dog and they can't t- tell us exactly what kind yeah, of Yeah, they were a little So there was a difference between alkaline, neutral yeah. and acidic. And neutral is good, of course, because neutral is always good, balanced. Um, and I thought the it was really interesting. It looked like a bone. I think that Moo would destroy it within five minutes. He, he he may, like a really dedicated chewing dog could probably destroy it in five minutes, especially since it wasn't it designed to have some treats inside of it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I do worry a little bit about that. Safety is really important with all of these things that would interact with a pet, mm. right? Yeah. And so the last thing you would want is for, um, uh, in this case, a dog, because it's designed for dogs to chew, right? For them to be um, injured by it. So so safety is important. So it checks the pet's main health data, temperature, pH, and others. I don't know what others are. Mm. Um, it warns you through a dedicated app, of, obviously. Everything has an app. app. Uh, and it also allows your dog to play. Uh, it probably is quite expensive, so if the dog chews it up, it's probably a very expensive toy to be destroyed by Moo. Mm-hmm. Um, what else does it say? So, easy to use, it's a toy, body temperature PA, heart rate, and O2 saturation. Well, that's pretty good. Periodontal prevention. How, yeah. how would it tell your dog's heart rate from 
the dog chewing on it. I have no idea. Some, yeah, see, we didn't get we yeah, didn't get a lot of detail on how it. But anyway, it just I gives think you. It's interesting to have yeah, a bone-like. Right. That that's the point of all of this stuff is that um, it's a lot of these things are in development, right? And it's kind of interesting to see which way some of these companies are thinking. Um, and a lot, of, you know, a lot of the stuff we saw will never come to fruition, but no. some of it will, no. right? And, and it's kind of interesting to see what what people are trying to make come to, to come to fruition. So, so we had a lot of things that uh, focused on how to stimulate your dog or cat mm. in the house when you're not there. Yeah. Um, one thing I really liked was a cat's workout buddy, like an exercise wheel. It was a huge exercise wheel. Yeah. Oh God, I got little stickers. Oh, you Those got stickers so with it. Cute. Yeah, it's a big exercise wheel, and yeah. and some of you may have seen these because you you can buy these now yes. if you have room in your house, like you know if it fits somewhere. I mean, they're they're tall, um, and they do take up some space. And the idea, if you've never seen one, is it's like a kind of like the hamster wheel for a cat, right? Yes. Only it's big, so the cat gets inside the wheel and um, starts running, and of course, then just runs like a hamster in a hamster wheel yeah so uh, weight control through exercise. exercise so we see a fat cat of 9.6 kilos mm. and it becomes uh, a cat of 6.5 kilos which is still a little bit overweight depends on the you cat think? depends <laughs> yeah. on the okay it's a yeah. Maine Coon of yeah. 6.5 kilos yeah. so it's okay it's a big boned um, cat but yeah. then it says exercise IOT internet of things product for cats overweight mm. yeah that's yeah. a little translation oh yeah but it gets problem, the point across yeah <laughs> it's a point across. Yeah. So what I like about it is it is Internet of Things. So it it it's not just a wheel. You no. get an app with it. Was this it the one that had the laser? Much, that yeah, it had kind of a exactly laser is the, the wrong word. It no, had a glowing LED, light. LED light. LED light, right? Yes, yes. In 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 the wheel track. So if your cat is one that likes to chase like laser pointer light, I guess the idea is it would see this. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna say two things about these yeah. types of exercise wheels yeah. that are kind of caveats yeah. one is that cats either like using them or they don't so obviously and yeah i have a friend that has five cats oh there was no who, who i know who said lepin said that they, he had six cats or five cats there was only one cat that was that would use it diligently using, using it the wheel and the rest yeah didn't, yeah so. yeah i mean it's kind of like some people like walking on treadmills you mm -hmm. know even though you don't go anywhere <laughs> and i guess some cats will like these and some won't so that's one thing the other thing is the little caveat about the light that it's chasing so if you talk to veterinary behaviorists they say that the cat chases a light or a laser mm -hmm. light or whatever because it is simulating the cat hunting for food mm -hmm. right and the cat should at least sometimes get rewarded for catching it. So if they just perpetually chase something and never catch it. That's a pretty stupid cat then. Well, it can't, and it can't catch the light in the wheel is the point, no, right? No so the cat never that. catches it. So it just, you need to have, like, now they have to develop one that just pops out a treat now and then? Or I guess some reward. Yeah. yeah. So at least the behaviorists say there it, it shouldn't be a, an endlessly futile chase. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So uh, a couple of uh, things that are important. Uh, it has internet things we said. It has an app. Hmm. It's automatic. It has weight. Let me see. What does it Weight say? loss exercise program. Oh, yeah. Through weight exercise. Loss. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's logical. It has Bluetooth an LED light we talked about that yeah. goes around while yeah. the thing is running. Yeah. It has an exchange pad. That's What's very an nice. Pad? I have no idea. So stain well, proof, stain -proof and anti-slip anti -slip attachment. attachment. Okay. Yeah, that's really good. And then it has jewelry. 
I love oh, that. Yeah, yeah. We saw <laughs> so one that was very gold, didn't we? The outside was very gold. Yeah, we saw a very yeah, gold yeah, one. It's, it's, yeah. I Interesting. really like this. I mean, I, it's I, it's it a great very, idea. Exercise wheels. Yeah, again, if idea. the cat likes them, they are a great idea. It, it was a very good idea. So from the exercise, so the best thing to do when cats and these are overweight is uh, exercise, exercise, exercise. And feed less food. And feed less food. And let's talk about feed less food by oh, yeah. lots of robots that So feed we, the cats. we did see a lot of, um, of uh, now they're, you know, instead of calling them automatic feeders, they're, they're more now being called like robot feeders. Mm -hmm. Not, they don't move around, but no. I guess... Uh, they can. The one that we saw did, the little one. That well, true, yeah, because yeah, that, that was meant as an interactive one. But we did see a number of these, uh, they would look like a, a traditional automatic pet feeder. Yeah. Um, but, so here's my here's my thing with pet feeders. Okay, but first we need to explain that there's multiple forms and yeah. versions. Yeah. Big ones, small ones. Yeah, yep. Um, they, they would hold various amounts of, of dry food in their Mainly container. dry, although it's a water feeder too. Uh, that oh. was part of Internet of Things. Okay. But then uh, the other thing is that you can either uh, make them feed through an app, mm. uh, you can make them feed through a chip so yeah. they recognize a certain dog or not. So there's lots of different variations yeah. in here. And now you can go in your Yeah. So they about. could control which yes. cat eats out of the feeder, exactly. right? It might, you could set it so that only. The one cat that you want to eat that kind of food, it recognizes that cat's collar tag exactly. or microchip or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. so my my issue with most of the pet feeders on the market for to use them for cats is that they measure out the food. So so typically you can ask the feeder, you can you can set most of these feeders, even the ones that are on the market now. Let's say you can decide I want to feed my cat fluffy four times a day. So you yeah. can tell the feeder it, it can feed four times a day. And you can tell the feeder how much to feed at yes. each feeding, mm -hmm. right? But they always measure the food in volume, right? So like yes. by cup or quarter cup or half cup yes. or whatever. Yes. And we know from some uh, studies that are published that trying to measure by volume is inaccurate. Yes. Why does that matter? Well, if you're trying to use the pet feeder for weight loss by controlling food intake, even like a 10% variation could mean the difference between your cat losing weight or not. Mm -hmm. cat, you know, it doesn't take many calories yes. over budget, right? Yes. Yeah. So, but we did finally, so so yes. that's one issue. We they, walked around and around and around. We and did. you asked this question to I asked every question. feeder. And yeah, they I said, said, what's the smallest portion of yes. food you can feed because a lot of these feeders only go down to about a quarter cup. cup. They always measure in cups. They always measure in cups. Yeah. yeah. And so they, so for a lot of cat foods, um, a quarter cup might be close to, or most of the cat's daily calories, you know, so they don't measure small enough. Yeah. yeah. But we did. At the end. Near the end. One. We did see one claims, um, company that, that said they measure in, well, we actually saw two companies that measure food in weight. So that's a good thing. They should be measured in grams, grams or ounce, yes. ounces. Grams. And we did see one company that said that their feeders can dispense as little as 10 grams of food. That must be like- grams of food, just like two- Two kibbles. I know, Yeah. 10 grams of food. Yeah, they said 10 to 100 grams. Yeah. yeah. Now, Maybe we don't need- it was need, lost in translation. It might've been bit. a little bit lost in, I mean, people are at this event from all over the world. So, yeah. you know, you have to, the, these people are, yeah. are um, working very hard when English isn't their first language to communicate yes. with us. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, what I found 
of these things is here. So oh, yeah. smart pet water, water feeder, feeder. Um, is that they look beautiful. Yeah. Um, obviously, they have been taken over. It started, I remember, four years ago, five years ago with CES. It was the first one that came out. Now there's a lot of companies and there's a lot of copies. Yeah. You know, a lot we, of lookalikes. You see the, these copies yeah, coming you do. out very, very quickly. And sometimes and there's not much the, difference between them. So no. if you're looking for some mm -hmm. type of feeding device, you know, for your pet, um, an interactive feeder is a good idea. If you're looking for a stationary one, like yeah. these last ones we were talking yeah. about, um, we, you know, we need feeders that feed smaller portions of food for cats. It doesn't have to be as small as 10 grams, no. right? But it'd be nice to have it down around 25 or 50 grams um, of feeding would be nice. So yep. that's something I, I would like to see. So any uh, manufacturers of uh, automatic feeders out there, yes. that's what we need for cats. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. This is the end of the first part. Wow. It goes so fast. We have more to go. I know. And, you know, we when we interview people, we're always saying, oh, my God, this went so fast. Yeah. Now we're just talking with each other. And it still went fast. Like, it kind of went faster. We we have, we have said, okay, only 20 minutes, yeah. and then 50 minutes later, suddenly we I have. I know. Uh, we have, we have so, so much to talk yeah, about. So and we didn't even really way. get into litter yet. No, we didn't talk about your litter. Yeah. Okay. No. Next, next. Next week? episode. Yes, next episode. Yeah. Next week. Probably. Yeah, so, well, you know, we changed that. <laughs> to, we do now every week. So next episode will be uh, yeah. cat litter. Yeah. Some cat litter and more pet tech. Yeah. Exciting. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Who would want to listen to more poop? Uh, who's talking poop? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. All right. See you all later. Don't forget to like us per podcast.net. Yep. Like us on Facebook. Facebook. Give us a nice mm -hmm. review. And follow yeah. us on social media yes. at per podcast. And tell your friends. Bye. Dr. Susan Little is a feline medicine specialist with two cat-only hospitals in Ottawa, Canada. She is best known as an international speaker and as the author and editor of two textbooks, The Cat, Clinical Medicine and Management, and August, Consultations in Feline Internal Medicine. Along with three cats, she also admits to owning two dogs, and you can follow her on social media with the handle at CatPetSusan. Dr. Yurla Kirpenstein is a diplomate of the American and European College of Veterinary Surgeons and a big cat fan. His specialties range from surgical oncology and reconstruction to minimally invasive surgery. He is the author of two textbooks on basic and reconstructive surgery. Did you know he was allergic to cats? Yola works currently at Hills Pet Nutrition. You can follow him on social media with the handle at GVETSX. The opinions of this podcast are those by Dr. Susan Little and Dr. Yola Kirpenstein. Veterinary medicine is a complex profession, and often there are multiple diagnostic and therapeutic options for different disease processes. If you're a pet owner with questions, please go to your local veterinarian. If you're a veterinary professional, ask your questions on our Instagram page, at per podcast. 